0: how y'all doing this your boy keith you know who it is you know what time it is i'm here with my girl miss liz say what's up miss liz hi we were just kind of talking about uh you know people doing the right thing and doing the wrong thing when it comes to a new relationship because we've all been there we've all wanted to make sure we're doing the right thing but we haven't had the right point of view we always go to our boy who ain't the one that we should be talking to in that situation or in a woman's case you go to your girl and that's not the girl you should be going to so we, we just wanted to give you guys a his and hers perspective on what the do's and don'ts of being in in a relationship. So the first thing that we're talking about, and this is something that me guys, I need I need you guys to uh, to listen up on this one. I'll tell you why in a little bit, but I'm gonna have the female go first. Starting off light and fun, dick pics. <laughs> <laughs> oh man,
1: dick pics, um, fellas. Just to give you a little word of advice or piece of advice, women do not appreciate the dick pics, especially grown-ass women. I can't think of a mind of a 22-year-old, but I could definitely tell you what a 32-year-old thinks, and the dick pics ain't cute. All they do is end up ruining the imagination of what a grown-up woman would think of you. It kind of turns them away, and it makes them wonder, why am I not, like, screenshotting this and embarrassing the fucker. So I just highly recommend if you really want to take a grown-ass woman seriously, don't don't send a dick pic. Let her just have her imagination.
0: all right now, fellas, this is what I'm gonna tell you. And there's this is the reason why I don't do it. Now I'm not that kind of guy that's just gonna have a fuck buddy relationship. But if in the event that I were to And she already knew what time it was. When it comes time to be like, hey, I need mine. That is the only time that I would send it. But if I'm just getting to know a chick, and like I said, the do's and don'ts of a new relationship. Don't do that shit, dog. Don't do it. If you ask me, I'm going to tell you, don't do it. Because that's not what you want to do right now. My thing is, once, once I give you that, then what else do I have to offer? I need this lady to know everything about me before I do all that. If you just gonna lead off at that then she'll need to know nothing else you fucked up homie that's just what i wanted to say would you agree
1: i i would i would i mean unless the woman's on the same page as you like legit just wanting a fuck buddy then by all means sex each other all you want but most grown women my age um that are not having a 40 life crisis hey
0: all right so sorry about that technical sorry di-
1: technical difficulties there but um as i was saying like you know that having aren't having their 40 life crisis um most of the time we're looking for something real something legit and something that isn't just gonna be a right now thing they're looking like a commitment a relationship a they want the marriage the kids you know it's very rare if you find somebody my age who doesn't want those things and if they don't it's usually because they already have their kids Mm -hmm. they've already had bad experiences in marriages and they just feel that there's no decent guy out there to actually pursue a real thing so now dick pics and sex scene are like the number one thing to do
0: so instead of doing that what would be the right thing to do would it be I don't know, I need to, I want the female's perspective, because, I mean, I, I could say what I want to do, but, again, I'm not the one that's being chased. So, being a female, what would be the correct thing to do instead of sending a dick pic?
1: The correct thing to do is just be straight up front, you know? Just make it clear to the woman, yo, I'm not looking for anything, all I want is just a friend with benefits, or all I'm looking for is to just, you know, fuck around, and I don't want to, uh... I don't want anything serious, and most of the time, you give the woman the option to be like, all right, then deuces, or all right, let me see what you got.
0: But truthfully speaking, do females really go for that? Because we, we sometimes we want to do that. I mean, I've wanted to have like a FWB relationship before, but I didn't know how to go about it. Usually like, it- women
1: that are over the age of 40 tend to want to have it because they've already been there, done that. They got their kids, they're grown, they've already been through a marriage, they don't want another one. So most of the time, I would say a good woman hitting close to 40, yeah, they'll probably hit you up. And then then most of the time, little hoes nowadays up in their 20s, 21s, you know. um,
0: That's something that I want to, I see see a lot of that going on. Yeah. I see a lot of that You know, you got
1: your choice, but when you're in the peak of the middle, like myself... Um, You do meet a lot of women my age that unless they got married straight out of high school, Mm. they're not looking for a friends with benefit. They're not looking for a dude to send them a picture of their dick. (laughs) I mean, in all reality, (laughs) I mean, if your dick ain't that good, I mean, all we're doing is laughing at the other end of the the phone anyway.
0: Has there Uh, ever been a situation where that worked? Nah. So then there it is. Don't do it because it ain't going to work. It's a waste of time. Nah. Moving on to the next thing getting a little bit more serious now. When when you actually do find that one person and you know she's feeling your vibe, you're feeling his vibe, and you guys are getting to know each other. What are some of the things that men shouldn't do?
1: I think both. It's not just men. I'm going to I'm going to say for women too. I think what happens is when one person is more excited about the other about the relationship than the other person. Um, they don't tend to just really take a step back and really get to know each other. Somebody ends up being more persistent than the other. Mm -hmm. And I really think that when you are being too persistent, it ends up turning the other person away. Right. Um, that's definitely a don't I would recommend. Um, only because I made that mistake. I happened to be like that with one person and then I ended up being in a relationship with the person that was like that and... Mm -hmm. It ended up pushing me away so i definitely understood where my ex was coming from you know after getting that side of the perspective um
0: but my thing is and i don't know maybe it's just i'm old-fashioned like that but don't you want to have that person like say hey i want you and i want to spend time with you and i want to like you know really get to know you
1: there is a difference though there's a difference between actually letting the time happen mm-hmm. and being clingy clingy does kind of tend to push somebody away um but and then what i mean by clingy i mean like literally rearranging your entire schedule to be with somebody um because if you're with somebody that ends up uh what's the word i'm looking for that's not used to it that could definitely push them away and what i mean by that is maybe i mean i know domestic violence isn't uh really more as common to men as it is more for women but take a woman who's been in a dv relationship obviously she's always going to look for the bad in people Mm -hmm. she's going to look for the bad in the guy because there's that saying in a dv relationship you know it's too good to be true so the moment somebody fucks up there goes her whole thought process of well he's just like the rest of them Okay. Which is really fucked up because in reality, not everybody is the same. Right. But then eventually a person who's been so independent for so long too, ends up being like, well, fuck, I've been independent this whole time. I could take care of myself. I can financially take care of my kids. I could do this. I don't want somebody who's always clingy to me. Mm-hmm. But then again, it could go back to, I'm not used to it.
0: Okay. So what I'm picking up on and I think this is one of the do's when you're just in a relationship. You guys need to, man, I know some of you guys aren't talkers. I get that. Y'all, y'all going to have to get out of that because you're going to lose that good woman. I'm going to tell you straight up. Speaking from experience, I might not talk all the time, but when I do, I make my points known. You guys got to have a sit down, talk, and talk about communication. You got you to gotta be able to tell you, hey, this is what I like. This is what I don't like. And it could be as simple as that. But you have to have the conversation. Don't play the guessing game guys this is where we steer each other wrong we, we tell hey dog she'll like it hey just go buy her some flowers get her some candy get the room you know it's all good that, no it's not all about that you guys gotta talk and this is why we're doing it
1: i think that also too the biggest thing and this is for women too women as my man keith said it to me at one point mouths don't get fed women you gotta also speak up and talk about your feelings too it's all about the main thing of communication I think this new generation of technology has been communication through texting. Mm -hmm. First off, y'all shouldn't even be having a serious conversation through texting. Because that is where a lot of emotions, feelings, and everything can be misunderstood, misinterpreted. And then it ends up getting into a bigger fight than what it needs to be. So for two grown-ass adults, y'all should be sitting in person telling each other, look, we're going to put the pause on this until we see each other or something. Give each other at least 24 hours to calm down and then sit in front of each other and actually talk and listen. Again, a problem with texting is skim reading. When you're pissed off, (laughs) you ain't going to read what the other person is saying. You're just going to want to make your point across. Right. And again, it comes with a lot of background from your past. And that's where we fuck up in our relationships now because we hold on to what has happened to us in the past. And we forget everybody is different.
0: Would you say that's something that a lot, a lot of women do?
1: Yes. I, I'm guilty of it myself. I've made that mistake myself. So I can't say that men and women are guilty of it. I've seen too many of my friends go through this shit. I've, I've seen dudes say, well, I'm going to hurt them before they hurt me. Like, I've seen my guy friends say that stuff. And it's like, well, why are you going to punish somebody for somebody else's flaws and mistakes? I don't understand that. And again, I was guilty of it, I learned from it, and I just now tell myself if I ever get into a relationship again, I'm gonna do my best to put everything I've learned into practice, what I do and don't like, and make sure that I don't treat this dude or woman any different, I mean differently from my exes. Mm -hmm. Because they're not all the
0: same. So again, it goes back to having that talk. Not just about what you like sexually, but just who are you. Exactly. I dig it. I dig it. Now, have you ever been afraid to have that talk? Yes. I'm not going to lie, I have too. Because I don't want to push that person away. But at the same time, I've already invested this time. I need to make sure this is the right person.
1: You're too. But that's where um, it does become a problem. And it does get scary. Not a problem. I would say more scary. Because you're right. You don't want to push that person away. You don't want that person to be like, damn, this female's already up on my net like this. Like, fuck, we just started dating. But, I mean, at this point in error, it's like if you're not up front and you're not saying what you need to say, that shit could be like that forever. And then nothing ever progresses into exactly what you want it to progress in. And I guess that's where it comes down to how much do you value yourself to know not to lower your standards.
0: Mm. That's that's something that we got to talk about at a later date. Valuing yourself. Because that's that's a whole different topic and I do have things I want to say about that. And I
1: don't mean just being cocky and all that shit. I mean literally valuing yourself and realizing you're not going to lower your standards for nobody. Got you. But yes, we will return to that on a later date on a serious note I'm because say yes, yes. Yes,
0: we will come back. Yes. But going back to the topic, in a new relationship, how do you find out what the safe zone is when you're getting to know someone?
1: I would think through the vibe of the conversation, just how he talks to you she talks to you or she talks to you he talks to you meaning like you know for my my uh, pride relationships out there um i would just think more based off of that like obviously you know if someone's feeling you if they're texting you every day calling you every day the way i see it if they say good morning to you obviously you're on their mind first thing in the morning if they're willing to say good night to you then obviously you're the last thing they want to think about at night right Am I uh, yeah, wrong? that's
0: a start. That's it's a start, a start that's right? A start.
1: If y'all can actually commit to seeing each other when you say you're going to see each other and not ghost each other and play these damn games, then obviously you know he's filling you or she's okay. filling you. Obviously, if they're not making excuses saying that they're too busy for you, I would think that that's another safe zone to know that, hey, this guy or this girl is filling me. You know, if they're willing to rearrange their schedule every now and then, just so that they can accommodate your schedule. I mean, you would think that that's somebody who's down for you, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe not all the time they should do it. But, you know, every now and then if they can, and it's not going to, you know, sacrifice their job. Right. Then, yeah. I, I mean, I would think that would be a safe zone. I don't know. What do you think from a guy perspective?
0: So, coming from the, the male perspective, and I could be wrong. If I am wrong, you guys can call me out on it. but. I'm more of the chaser mentality. So I need to know what I got to do to get you to the certain spot. Do I need to change my schedule? Like, what is it that I need to do? But I don't want to be too aggressive because I, you're not prey. Yeah, I know you're, you're still, you're, you're more than what lies between your legs. And that's not what the relationship is about. It should, I mean, some people do have that. But to me, that's not what it's about. It's not just about that. I, I do want to get to know you. And I want you to get to know me. And so I'm still trying to find that that safe zone. Like, okay am I talking enough? Am I doing the right things? I need to know if what I'm doing is right. So that, that's what I'm looking at. Like, okay, how, like, let's talk about it. I need to figure you out. You need to figure me out. And I don't want to go overboard. If There's something I shouldn't talk about. And I, it goes back to having that talk, but like when you're getting to know someone, you don't want to be too clingy. You don't stage five, clinger, stage five, <laughs> clinger. You don't want to be that person. Fire, fire. <laughs> you don't want to be that person, but at the same time, you don't want to be dull and boring. So it's, like, my thing is, how how do you break down the walls and really get to be, know someone for who they are outside of being a sexual thing?
1: Honestly, just be yourself, dude. Like, I think that's the most attracting thing that a man or woman can ever do is just be themselves. You know, if you're that type of person that loves to be sweet and loves to be romantic and loves to show your affection, then you can tell the person, like, you know, like, for example... I'm a touchy-feely kind of person when I'm in a, you know, getting to know somebody. I like to kind of do my flirtatious through physically touching them by either caressing their arm or, you know, scratching the back of their neck or something, you know. Obviously, I would warn them first just to make sure they're obviously comfortable with it. If they're not, then I have to find a balance. I have to find a compromise because then that means that I don't want to disrespect nobody, but I still want to be who I am.
0: Now, let's flip that. I like the way okay. that you said that because, you know, I, I would appreciate that. But there's this culture going around, whereas if, you know, if a man does something wrong, then he's being abusive and we want to make sure that we are not crossing any lines. So, again, is it more of a talking about a thing? Is it is it OK for a man to just do those, th- those things? I would think you it's just someone?
1: more of a communication thing. Like, it's not a bad thing if a man asks, is it OK if I do this for you or is it OK if I do this to you? Because, again, you, unless you are really being open and honest and talking about your past in regards to any type of domestic violence, any type of rape, any type of any negative issues that ever happen, a man can't read your mind just like a woman can't read your mind. I'm, I'm saying this for a man, too, because we don't know if you've been through any type of rape. We don't know if you've been through any type of abuse. We don't because guys tend to hide it a lot better than women do. And, and I give them props for that. But at the end of the day, like I don't think it's so wrong to communicate and say, hey, I'm this type of person. Is this okay with you? Because if it's not, I don't want to disrespect you. Hmm. I don't.
0: I need to know straight up, hey, are you a freak? (laughs) (laughs) Who am I dealing with right now? I I need to figure this out. That's
1: obviously a conversation that can hype up your sexual tensions, yes. As you obviously invest deeper into it. Right. But you can't just go straight off the bat and say hey girl are you a freak? Are you a freak? Cause the girl's gonna look at you like the same way she looked at your dick. Like the fuck is this? You know what I mean? Like that's how you gotta think. And I don't know. Maybe again we're not talking about this because we know everything. We're just getting this from different experiences. Either from our friends or from our own life. And I know that we tend to give better advice than we tend to take it ourselves. True. So again, people, we're not talking about this because we think your love life is wrong. Because who knows? You could probably school us on some of this stuff. And if you have anything you need to say, like he said, let us know. Call us out on it. Because at this point, I'm talking from just experiences that I've seen with my friends and I've experienced for myself.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to be too scared to say it. I'm single for a reason. I could go into it, but that's not what we're here for right now.
1: <laughs> Both you and I are single for a
0: <laughs> And so going for my next thing, I want to make sure that I'm doing the right thing. I, I call myself a smart person, but I know I don't know all the answers. So again, if you have some advice, if there's something that you want to chime in as well, please let me know because I want to make sure that the next time is the last time.
1: And and whatever you do, please, this is another don't. I know we haven't been talking too many on the do's and we'll probably get there in a minute. But please, do not, and I repeat, do not let your exes back in your life if you're moving on with someone else. The only reason why half the time they want to come back in your life is because you are moving on with someone else. Keep in mind that if they couldn't stick around through the good and the bad, it was for a reason. And don't get me wrong, I'm all for the positive side of it. Well, maybe if we weren't meant to be then, we doesn't mean we can't be in the future and all that other stuff. But that's if you're single. That's if you're both are single. If you're moving on and your ex is all of a sudden hitting you up, it's because they know damn well they missed out on what they should have stayed on. And if they left, keep them there. Still keep them to the curb. Because you don't know if you could possibly ru- be ruining something good that you have right now for a fuck buddy that that's all eventually they probably would have been.
0: So- okay, let, let, let's kind of go with that. Because new relationships come after old relationships so how do you know you're done with that old relationship and really ready for the next relationship
1: if you're putting yourself out there you're obviously asking you're obviously telling yourself that you're ready but if your ex can still get underneath your skin and still get you to that point where like damn i love this person but fuck i know i can't be with them Obviously, it means that you're not ready. Obviously, if you're holding on to the past, you're comparing your new relationship to your old, you're saying, Oh, well, maybe I miss this person because I'm with this person. If you're having to like play back and forth, then that probably means you're not ready to move on. And maybe you need more time for yourself. Figure out who you are. And if the person that's getting to know you that's new is a good guy or a good girl, good woman, good man, or you know, same sex, doesn't matter. And maybe it's 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 best you let them go and end that cycle. Because you don't want to be with a good person and end up doing what the other people did to you. A.K.A. cheating. If they cheated on you, why are you going to cheat on someone to continue that cycle if they haven't done anything for you to do that to them?
0: Right. I feel that. And we're here, we're here to break that cycle. I don't... I see it a lot happening. I, like I said, I've been single for a while. I've had the opportunity to see a lot of different relationships and I see a lot of negative trends. And... I'll talk to you about it privately but I'm not going to put you on blast at the same time. So this is my opportunity to just speak on some of the things that I've I've seen. If you know you don't want to be with that person don't drag it out. Don't do yeah. not drag it out because there's no reason. You're We're grown people. You should be able to talk about what your feelings talk about what you like. If you needed to go take a shit you could obviously go do that. But you're afraid to tell someone what's real. Don't Don't do that. That's a do and a don't. You also want to make sure that you treat other people the way you want to be treated and yeah. i know that's an old rule but, but people don't really rule. think about it enough you i really don't see that happening a lot i mean ha, have you seen that in a lot of relationships
1: no nah, not lately it's either my way or the highway is what i've been seeing
0: and i see that a lot too it it should be about balancing communication why are you going to treat me like a dick and then when i do it you get mad it's that's called the
1: double standard
0: exactly and that's not what we're about
1: And see, I'm going to speak from my own experience because, you know, when my first relationship ended, I thought I was in love with someone else. I mean, at that moment, I was in love with someone else, you know, and I hopped into that relationship before giving myself some time to truly heal and truly get over things. And I was making that same mistake of bouncing back and forth, back and forth, deciding who I wanted to be with. And at the end of the day not only did I hurt myself, but I hurt somebody who meant the world to me, not just as my girlfriend, but as somebody who was my best friend. And then not just that, but then I ended up hurting this dude that I was with for four and a half years. So at the end of the day, I had to eventually, I mean, I'm glad things went the way they did. You know, she's moved on. She's happy. She has her life and I wish her nothing but the best. And same thing with him. You know, he's He's living his life. He's figuring it out. And I'm happy for him too. But at the end of the day, I'm still here with him because my heart brought me back to him. Now, back to his point of dragging it out. I do admit sometimes I drag out my relationship with him. I ask myself, can I really forgive him for things that have happened with our relationship? Can I really move on from it? That's the hard part. So I ask myself, can, an, can it really work out with an ex again? I don't know. I really don't know because I'm stuck in that situation right now. But can I really see this dude just being more my friend? Yeah, I can. I could definitely see him being my friend. But that's the struggle that I'm dealing with right now. So am I trying to put myself out there? Yeah, I am. But I don't know why sometimes.
0: So let me ask you this question. And this is something that I kind of wonder about myself. Like, in going into the next stage, and you say... Or leaving an old relationship. Let's just bring that in there too. I want to be friends. Why is that a bad thing? What? I've heard. I've seen that a lot of times. Okay, well, let's just be friends. What's wrong with being friends? Usually, that's how you end a relationship. I just want to be friends.
1: Well, for being a bisexual chick, for a woman, it's the emotional part. They can't emotionally see you just as your friend anymore. I mean, you weren't. You finally shared that moment. Okay? And, uh. I know for a fact for my ex-girlfriend, she, she couldn't be my friend because she couldn't have the idea of me being with someone else. As much as she wants me to be happy and move on with my life, there's no way that she would feel comfortable for me to come to her and say, yo, I met this dude or yo, I met this chick. Dude, it's hitting it off. Like we're doing so good. I mean, cause in the back of her mind, she's gonna be like, well, why couldn't that work with me? Mm-hmm. Same thing with the dude. Unless you're in a really like mature breakup, and I mean mature breakup, not that breakup where it's like, oh, I hate you. I don't want nothing to do with you. No, I mean a mature breakup. Like, look, we love each other, but at the end of the day, we just aren't meshing. If my ex-fiance was able to move on and he was to tell me, Mm -hmm. yeah, I would hurt at first. But at the end of the day, deep down, I love him enough to be like, you know what? You're happy, bro. That's all that matters. If you need anything, let me know. I mean, most likely he probably wouldn't come to me anymore because, at the end of the day, he has new wifey or whatever. Right. But, you know, like again, it goes back to how you break up in that relationship. To be honest, unless it's like a baby mama daddy, baby daddy drama, that's a little bit different. Hmm. It, it is.
0: It I mean, is. It's. It is very it is different. different and i am in that situation i don't talk about it a lot because i call myself one of the ones that are actually doing it right although some negative things have happened when it comes to me and her communicating we do it used to be a point where we argued but we're past that we can co-parent unfortunately she's not in this area to where we can co-parent physically but my son still knows who i am i communicate with him regularly and there's no issues there so like it does come to being able to talk and you know I really don't like I said I don't talk about it too much and I'll let you guys in a little bit I still love my son's mom would I get into a relationship with her probably not
1: but the love's always going to be there because again that's the maturity in that relationship because you know that's the mother of your child you're going to have a lot of love and respect for her not the love that you would give another woman but the love of the fact that that's, your, that's the mother of your son. And I think that's where a lot of people misunderstand the whole mature baby mama, oh. baby daddy relationship. Where a lot of youngsters nowadays, they'll be with somebody, they'll get mad, and they'll go back to baby mama or baby daddy and have that one hookup sex. Or what's that called? That one night hookup? One night stand? One night hookup Fling, or something. Playing whatever, whatever you want to call it. And then when the significant other finds out, that's where the issue comes in of, I hate your baby daddy, or I hate your baby mama. Mm. And at the end of the day, it comes down to who's getting fucked over? The kids.
0: True. Very true. I agree.
1: So again, it comes down to communication, maturity, and the fact that you have a lot of self-respect for yourself to know that you're not going to lower your standards.
0: I'm digging it. So... Going back to the original question, you know, is it okay with being friends first? I think if you're going to be in a relationship, you have to be friends because you guys got to be able to talk about that. You guys got to be able to communicate. I mean, if that person's truly going to be the one that you spend the rest of your life with and it's your last new relationship, once the sex is gone, and don't don't get it twisted, there will be a time where the sex is gone.
1: Oh, yeah. There
0: will be a time. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't, don't think that the, you what, got the, the magic stick. It's the
1: slow moment. <laughs> is
0: <laughs> that what will, it's
1: called? I,
0: I don't know. I ain't never been the there.
1: Dry, the dry <laughs> moment. There it is. The dry moment. <laughs>
0: that time will come. You guys got to be able to have something that your relationship is built on.
1: Whether it's activities, whether it's going to the gym together but doing your own separate workouts, whether it's going to take a hike together because y'all want to enjoy the scenery. You know, like, you guys got to have something in common that you guys can do if you guys ever have a dry spell. There it is, dry spell. There it is. Because when I was with my ex fiance for four and a half years, we had a dry spell. But we didn't have anything in common for us to keep that relationship, that spark going. You know, and at the end of the day, if you lose out on that, or you guys don't have a common ground of what you two can enjoy each other with, if it's just drinking and having sex and partying all the time, then... Yeah, that's going to be a big So l- let's south. break
0: this down because we do have a wide variety of audiences. For the people who can communicate, you guys are ahead of the game. Congratulations. But there are people who are standoffish and are just opening themselves up because they've been in relationships that they didn't want to be in. Stuff happened. So for those closed off people, what is the safe zone to... Being a friend, breaking down those walls and, you know, getting them to realize, hey, you're okay, you're safe and it's okay, but not being too too aggressive with it. You understand the question? Yeah,
1: I do. And I think it would be nice to hear from those kind of people because, fortunately, I'm not, you know, I mean, fortunately, I'm not closed off. I am very open about my feelings. I'm very, uh, I guess you can say a little direct sometimes. Think the only time i'm ever closed off is if you've broken my trust and my loyalty i forgive you but i don't forget and i think that's the issue i'm having right now so i'm still learning i'm still learning that's why i said i may not be the best one to give advice but or at least take my own advice but i definitely can give you some that makes sense i think
0: it does and i i can i might look like i'm standoffish and closed off at times or like i don't have a lot to say but i'm I'm always thinking i'm always i'm listening taking in the scenery I'm I'm more of a tone and context person.
1: Yeah, you're definitely not closed off. You're just... um You're an observer. That's what you are. I am
0: a watcher. I do that. You watch. I'm not that pervy kind of watcher.
1: You're not the perv or creeper kind.
0: <laughs> let's the let's one, get that straight.
1: Yeah. You're the type of man that you seriously will look into a person's eyes and really listen to what they're saying. You'll actually be able to give them feedback on every point that they made. So you're an observer you're definitely not closed off you just look at it you just got that resting bitch face that a lot of us have
0: unfortunately yeah it's something i can't fix
1: it's our faces and i'm not
0: gonna i'm not gonna i'm not gonna be fake about it either
1: (laughs) neither am i bro
0: (laughs) but with that being said if there's ever something you want to talk about you know just like she said it's true i didn't say it for myself she said it talk to me i got you I will give you the honest truth. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. I'm going to tell you what you need to hear.
1: Which goes back to our second podcast when he said that he's an honest, truthful person. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: And there ain't nothing lie about that. Me, I'm going to be more direct. I ain't going to sugarcoat shit to you. I'm going to be that friend that if you need that tough love, that's who I am. I will give you a hug at the end of the day. But I will rip you a new one and make sure that you rip it. And that's maybe my aggressive side and that's fine. It's how I was raised, I guess. Or that's just how I raised myself. Um, but again, like I said, going back, I may not be the best one to be giving advice sometimes, but I think I do make sense if you just ask and I do have that loyalty and that honest to give you. So
0: I dig it. Like, like she said, and I'm a piggyback off that we are single for a reason, but that does not mean we don't know what's going on. And that doesn't we,
1: mean that we don't know what we want. Exactly. We just don't lower our standards.
0: Exactly. Now, if you guys want to challenge what we've stated, hey, you guys know how to get a hold of us. If you don't, Miss Liz, what's your social media? How can they get a hold um, of
1: you? My Instagram is MissLizzy0504. My Snapchat is also MissLizzy0504. My Facebook is my name, just Elizabeth Choriego. C-H-O-R-I-G-O. And my Twitter is actually at Choriego04.
0: There it is. See, I don't have Twitter. I'm not, I'm not up on the game, but you can hit me up on the snap. Uh, snapchat a sir of men that is me a sir of men you can hit me up or find me on ig cool underscore keith 87 that's cool with the k people because i'm cool like that (laughs) so with that being said we gon' i'm cool like that that. hey Hey. we we're about to get up out of here it's getting late and we got stuff to do we about to get into our weekend so you got any last thing you want to say to the people
1: honestly just um just remember your do's and don'ts make a list for yourself of what you want There's one good advice that I ever got from anybody is when it comes to your standards, make that list and don't ever don't ever drop them from anybody just because you're lonely. Because God is definitely going to bring you and maybe you're not religious, higher power, God, whatever spirit being, however you want to see it will bring the right person to you when it's the right time.
0: I dig. And I think I think the key thing you got to remember on top of that is it's the golden rule of life. Treat other people the way you want to be treated
1: give it, them their place
0: if you're if you're unsure of things talk about it don't just assume because you know what that, that means it makes the ass out of you and me
1: and definitely women don't think that men are gonna read in between the lines
0: we They don't. don't we are stupid we they are, are stupid, stupid. <laughs> we are stupid i will speak for me i'm a smart person but i'm stupid sometimes i, you got I need to you to break, to break it, down.
1: it down y'all to each other because even some women are stupid and can't read in between the lines so, please, y'all, communicate is the biggest key. And then there it is. Then comes trust. Then comes respect. Then comes loyalty and everything else in a big old circle.
0: And then comes love and the baby carriage and all that good stuff. Hey, we ain't
1: singing that. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't singing We ain't going to
0: go that far. <laughs> all right, y'all, so we're about to get up out of here. I love you. Y'all have a good time and take it easy.
1: Peace, y'all.